Thank you for taking the time to listen to this audio sermon from Apostolic Worship Center. Our prayer is that you'll be encouraged and blessed by the anointed Word of God. If you'd like more information about Apostolic Worship Center and its ministries, visit our website at www.awcnorman.com. 2 Timothy chapter 1, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, according to the promise of life, which is in Christ Jesus. To Timothy, my dearly beloved son, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father in Christ Jesus our Lord. I thank God whom I serve from my forefathers with pure conscience that without ceasing I have remembrance of thee in my prayers night and day. Greatly desiring to see thee, being mindful of thy tears, that I may be filled with joy. When I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee, which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois and thy mother Eunice, and I am persuaded that it's in you too. Wherefore, I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God, which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. For God hath not given us the spirit of, come on, can you say it? The spirit of fear, but of power and of, and of a, I believe the advice Paul given to Timothy is something that all of us can apply to our lives. And I want to talk to you about it for just a few moments. I want to speak on this thought. Stir well before using. Stir well before using. I believe there's a confirmation from one of these men singing, and and he said just a moment ago, maybe you missed it, he said, we need to be stirred up today. And I believe that that comment was just confirmation of what God wants to do in this place today. If every person in this place was stirred up with the Holy Ghost, what would happen in the next few moments? I'm not talking two or three who do it every Sunday. I'm talking about if every one of us were to stir up in the next few moments. What I want you to do before we begin, I want you to lift your hands. If you're willing to be stirred up by the Holy Ghost, lift your hands to heaven. In the name of Jesus right now, God, I thank you so much for allowing me to be in this great city and this great church. It is not accidental that I am here. I ask you, Lord, to give me the words to speak. Let every heart and mind be prepared and stir us up, Lord. Stir us up, God, for the revival you're about ready to send to this church and this city. Stir us up, God, that we can feel your presence like never before. Now, can you clap to the Lord right now? Come on a little louder. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Let me start this message by asking a very spiritual question. How many of you like French fries? All right. Now, what's the best French fries around? McDonald's. Who said that? You're a, yeah, that's a woman of God right over there. And I like, is there Freddy's around here? How many know how you eat Freddy's French fries? Covered in cheese, y'all. Can I say y'all? Am I southern enough to speak y'all? Uh, show, this, show this picture right here of, oh my goodness, someone getting hungry right now. Can you literally feel it, the heat coming off of those? Maybe there's some stomach, stomach's growling right now. I love French fries, and I'm not talking about the kind that's been sitting for 30 minutes, and they're soggy, and they, 
are nasty. I'm talking about fries right out of the fryer. Now, what is the best thing to have with French fries? He said it. Ketchup. My wife would say Coca-Cola. Yeah. Or Coke or pop. What do you call pop here? Soda. <laughs> okay. In the Deep South, they just call it Coke. What kind of Coke do you want? Let's see. What kind of Coke do I want? I think you just said Coke, right? No, we call everything Coke around here. It's different. Oh, wonderful ketchup. How many ketchup lovers do we have? Ketchup lovers. Yes, how many haters? I'm sorry. That's why you're in the front row. You need a little bit of Jesus. <laughs> I like ketchup on my hamburger and cheeseburger. I like it on potato skins, on tater tots. I mean, I'm getting hungry. Let's, some people go a little overboard. I mean, to put ketchup on your ketchup. Some people put ketchup on mashed potatoes. You never do that. You take your mashed potatoes and you make that little dip in it and you pour A1 sauce in there. Come on, somebody. Somebody knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's what my daughter does. You don't put ketchup in there. But there's something you have to do before you use ketchup. What is it? You've got to shake it up. Have you ever accidentally forgotten to do it and you have that wonderful French fries and you decide to pour ketchup all over it and what happens? Water. And how many just want to barf in your mouth at that moment? I don't want those fries ever again. You've got to shake it up. Just get a puddle of water if you don't do that. There's more than just ketchup that needs to be shaken up. Uh, try using Italian dressing without shaking it up. All you'll get is oil from the top. Or orange juice. How many like orange juice with pulp in it? All right. That's how it's meant to be uh, drank, right? But you got to shake it up so it can get into it. And then even medicines, if, if you don't shake it up, the important ingredients won't be mixed in. Because those key ingredients have to be mixed in with everything else. The product isn't effective unless it's been stirred up. I have not come to Oklahoma to focus on ketchup, Italian dressing, orange juice, or soda. I've come to talk to you about your effectiveness in the kingdom of God. Because just as some things are not effective unless they're stirred up, you, child of God, are not effective if you are not stirred up by the Spirit of God. If you are not stirred up with the Holy Ghost, then you'll have no joy. If you're not stirred up, you can't worship the way that He intends for you to. If you're not stirred up, then your home won't have the peace that it needs to have. If you're not stirred up, then you cannot share the gospel with anyone. You must be stirred up before He can use you in the kingdom of God. Now, I noticed... I'm sorry to the media crew. I noticed that in the back here it says, invite seven people. All right? And I pray to God that, that you have to refill this rack several times before we leave today. But can I tell you something? Unless you're stirred up, you'll never take one of these. 
Why, why, why invite anyone here? This is my, my little club that I come to every Sunday. In fact, I know where my seat is. And some, if I invite them, they might take my seat. Imagine that. They would have the audacity to come into this place and sit where I sit every Sunday. You see, when I went to that church in Alabama, I sensed a little bit of that. So one Sunday I did something that, don't tempt your pastor, he'll do it. I made everyone in the church pick a new seat. It looked like, what are we doing? I said, there are more seats than yours. I know you've engraved your name in it. and You've claimed it for the last 20 years. But the problem is there were a few that there was mold growing on that seat. They'd got so accustomed, they would rather have their own seat than someone who was lost in sin and struggling to come in. You see, unless you're stirred up, you, all you can think about is yourself and your own needs. But can I tell you, in this community right now, once we get stirred up, our eyes will be opened up. There are people all around us looking for truth. And if you are stirred up, you will be the one who can share the gospel. My question here today, is there anyone who wants to be stirred up? Raise your hand if you're the one. Do you want to be stirred up today? Because God wants to stir every single person in this place. He wants to stir you up and give you fresh joy and fresh power and fresh anointing where we come together in one mind and one accord for the greatest revival this church has ever seen. Can you stand your feet and clap to the Lord? Come on. If you believe it right now, if you believe that the greatest days are yet to come, can you get stirred and clap to the Lord right now? may be seated. I don't know how things are here in Oklahoma, but the pandemic has turned some of our church folks into hermits. Hibernation mode. We've been told we need to wear our mask and then not wear a mask. We've been told when we get groceries, we need to wipe them all down. Then they said it's a waste of time. We've been told to stay inside, but remember, you need to get outside for your mental health. We've been told every conspiracy theory and every COVID cure out there. And all of our heads are spinning. We're exhausted from it. And then we come into the house of God, our safe place, our family, the place where the Spirit should flow. And suddenly, for some reason, we feel like we should be held back by the mask and restrictions. If we're not careful, service can feel like a formality. We become more concerned about our mass than the manifestation of his presence. We begin to wonder if the pandemic will last forever. But I've come to tell you that if there's a pandemic or there's not, God is still worthy and he's calling you to be stirred up today. The Holy Ghost is the same today as it was before there was a pandemic. I have a alert for someone today. There is no restriction on your worship today. 
There are no restrictions on shouting, on dancing, on lifting up your hands. You can do it with everything that you've got. I wonder today, is anyone ready to get stirred up in the Holy Ghost? Acts chapter 2 tells us about a group that was in one mind and one accord, and they got stirred up, and they had the Holy Ghost that fell. The upper room experience would have never happened if not someone would have first got stirred up and spent time in prayer. I wonder how many this week would tell your pastor, I, I, I need to come to the church because I want to pray a little bit. Because we're about ready to go into a new season of revival. And I want to be stirred up personally. Let this be a house of prayer. Let it not just be the pastor who comes to pray. But let every member get stirred up in prayer and fasting and seeking the face of God. In our scripture text, Paul was telling Timothy, you're my assistant in the gospel. You're doing some great things. You're... Ministry is changing lives, but Timothy, I see an area where you could work on. You see, your grandmother was stirred up. All the grandmas, I want you to please stand. All the grandmas, come on, please stand. How many is thankful for all the grandmas that are here? This is what you, come on, grandmas, lift your hand, come on. All right, good, you may be seated. What he was saying is, your grandma stirred up. All the moms, please stand. All the moms, please stand. That means grandmas too, you know? I mean, I, I just, you're, some of you are looking at me like, <laughs> you're all confused. Okay, you can stand, grandmas. All the moms and grandmas, please stand. It's kind of how that works. Timothy said, grandma's got it. Mama's got it. Come on, mamas, raise your hand. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, you're stirred up. You may be seated. But Timothy, what about you? What are you doing? You have gotten a little too comfortable in the house of God. You've been watching them worship. You've been watching them get with the program. And you've kind of been watching the show. My question to you, are you participating in worship and getting stirred up, or are you watching everyone get blessed? It is your moment to get stirred up with the Holy Ghost. Do not get so comfortable that you come and just watch the show. This is an opportunity for you to come in and to participate in the worship of God's people. For that one today, you desire to get stirred up. I can't do it for you. He can't do it for you. No one else can do it for you. You've got to do it for yourself. You've got to move your flesh out of where you're at now and decide, I will get stirred up. I've been sitting around waiting on some great moment to happen, but if you've been waiting for that moment, that moment is right now. God is calling you and challenging you to get stirred up. I believe today, someone here, needs to break out of their spiritual funk and be restored by the Holy Ghost. Today is the day of salvation, and now is the accepted time. Is there anyone here 
who said, today, I want to be stirred up. Is there anyone today that says, I can do more? I know there's more in there. How many here had a praying grandma? How many had a praying grandma? You had that praying grandma. How many have a praying grandpa? Yeah. How old are you? 20. 21. She, sorry, she just remembered. You're 21. You had a praying grandpa. What did you remember about the prayer time? When did he get up to pray? Where did you see him pray? Pure prayer. And you so we can celebrate what's happened in the past. And I want you to celebrate about Grandpa. But can I tell you, it's not enough to celebrate the past. About the revival we had 10 years ago. About the prayer meeting. You remember back when we used to have that prayer meeting? It needs to happen right now. It can start with a 20-year-old who comes to the house of God and gets stirred up and says, I don't know what's happening to me. Something's stirring up inside. I've got to be changed. It's not enough for the former generations. All the young people hear me today. It's time for you to get this for yourself. It's time for you to get on your knees and get desperate before God and get stirred up with the Holy Ghost. Let's be honest. We all get settled at times. We all get comfortable. We all know exactly when to say amen. We know exactly when we need to get to church to get the donut. I don't know if you serve donuts, but uh, if you do, you come a little early. You know the exact routine and how to get to your chair and exactly how many songs and when the offering's going to be and about how long the pastor's going to preach. And then you know exactly how many minutes it will take to get to Texas Roadhouse. You know exactly how long it will take to get to your favorite lunch place. The worst part about Sundays is leaving church and you ask your wife the dreaded question, where do you want to eat? And she says, oh, I don't care. That is a trap. That is a trap. Don't believe it. Because what do you do? Oh, I think Outback sounds good. Oh, I can't eat at Outback. You said anywhere. You just lied. You just came out of the house of God and you're lying. It's a trap. Every Sunday, though, we get into a routine. And after a while, church coming to church just becomes tradition. But there's something more for every person that's here. We must be stirred up. Where every time we come, something dynamic happens in the house of God. Don't allow church to become mundane and boring. Don't forget how far he's brought you. Don't forget about the adversity He's brought you through. We must be stirred up and get our passion back. Does anyone remember when He forgave all your sins? Do you remember that day when you came so broken and you needed Him so bad? Does anyone remember going down in Jesus' name and you came up a different person? Does anyone remember the world He brought you out of? Does anyone remember the miry clay you used to live in? Does anyone remember how far He's brought you? And if you could stand to your feet right now, if you're stirred up when you think about how 
how good he has been to you. Is there anyone who can rejoice in the Lord right now? Is there anyone who's been healed? Is there anyone who's received the Holy Ghost? Is there anyone who's been delivered from sin? Then you have a reason to rejoice today. may be seated. Brother Johnson, you don't understand. I'm not the emotional type. I just, uh, that's just not me. You go to lunch today and they do your steak wrong. You'll begin emotional. Young person, you say, well, I, I'm not emotional at all. But if you were chosen to get the new iPhone 15, making this up, not out yet. But if you were chosen to be the first 100 people in the country, in the world, to get the new iPhone 15, yeah, you're going to get emotional. You just happen to walk outside these doors and just blowing in the wind is a lottery ticket. You just so happen to pick that thing up and you just so happen to scratch the right numbers. You so happen to win $10 million. As they say in Alabama, you getting emotional. You're going to get real emotional. Don't tell me you're not emotional. You decide what you're spending your emotions on. It's football season again. Did I mention that I lived in Alabama for four years? Anyone know anything about Alabama football? They're crazy. They are crazy. You know a little bit about football and being in this community. 100,000 people will come to that stadium and act like fools, won't they? And then we come to the house of God and say, I'm not emotional at all. You know what it is? We've got to get stirred up all over again. We've got to go back to our first love. We've got to go back to where we started all over again and get down to the basics of what we believe. Don't turn your pastor into a cheerleader where he has to get up every Sunday and force you to worship. This is the day that the Lord has made. He's done so much for me. You don't have to be my cheerleader. I can rejoice because God has been so good to me. You've got to be stirred up. John chapter 5, we read about the pool of Bethesda. In the story, we know that every time the pool of Bethesda was stirred up and someone would jump in, they would be healed. Another word for stir in that scripture is agitate. Now, none of us like to be agitated. What does agitation look like? It looks like 6.15 every day of the week, when I'm waking Jace up in the morning. Time to get up. I'm agitating him. I realize today that for some, my message is agitating you because you would rather sit back and be comfortable than be stirred up. But if you stay where you're at, you will never be effective the way this community needs. How many believe this church is ready to grow and do great things? The way it will happen is if we are stirred up by the power of the Holy Ghost. Story goes on to tell us the man had been there for 38 years and he still was not healed. Now, I don't know about you, but after 38 years, 
I don't know what you imagined him being by the pool, but this is what I imagined. I, I think he had a sleep number bed. I think his number was 55. I think he had an espresso machine, dark roast, no cream, because real men don't have cream in their coffee. Can I get an amen from somebody? I believe he had good Wi-Fi, because that'd be boring staying in one place for 38 years all by yourself. I think he had a good view of the pool so he could watch the miracles happen. I mean, he had the best of everything. But my question is, why are you so comfortable here after 38 years? I thought you wanted to be touched. What is holding you back? And he said, I'm just waiting for the stirring of the water. Jesus said unto him, Wilt thou be made whole? And I want to stop for a second. His question is, do you want to be healed? That's a yes or no question. Let's read in verse 7. The impotent man answered, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me into the pool. But while I'm coming, another step down before him. Did he answer the question? No, he gave an excuse. He gave all the reasons why he couldn't be healed. And all of us can do the same thing. We have excuses, even valid ones. Many of us are like that man by the pool. Today, Jesus is asking a question. Do you want to be stirred? Do you want to be healed? The question is yes or no. But Brother Johnson, you don't know that what that person did to me. I was hurt. Brother Johnson, you don't know the financial mess that I'm in right now. Brother Johnson, you don't know there's others who are talented ahead of me. You don't understand I'm not emotional. The question is this. Will you be stirred today? Will you be healed today? If you say yes, I want you to stand to your feet right now. If you say yes, I'm ready to be stirred. It's a yes or no question. Do you want to be stirred by the Holy Ghost today? And if so, he is ready to stir you up. I want the musicians to come. Remain standing. And we know the end of the story. Immediately, the man was made whole and took his bed and walked. Even though he had excuses, when he decided, I am ready to be healed, he didn't even have to step in the water. Jesus said, I'm here, and I will take care of you. For that one today, you're here with the situation, and you say, I want to get stirred up, but there's so much going on in my life. Can I tell someone today, if you will step out and allow him to stir you up, that situation that looks so big in your life, he's going to take care of it. But you've got to have faith in him. Today the choice is very simple. Will you be stirred up? Or will you be stagnant? My question as they begin playing is, how long has it been since you got lost in the Spirit of God? How long has it been since tears just streamed down your face? How long has it been since there's been prayer in your home? How long has it been since you spoke with other tongues? That's a scripture talks about. How long has it been since you've really been stirred up? Everyone close your eyes. Lord, you sent me on a mission on this Sunday morning to encourage someone 
to get stirred up. I'm asking you right now to speak to every mind and heart that you would stir us up. There is a great work that must be done, but it will only happen if we get stirred up. If God is speaking to you right now, I want you to come down to this altar right now. I want you to lift your hands and say, God, I want you to stir me up. Come on, someone. I need you to come right now. Rush to this altar and say, God, it's time that I get stirred up again. It's been a while since I've got that fresh touch. It's been a while since I've been in your presence and been overwhelmed. It's been a while since I've felt what I used to feel. It's been a while, but I'm ready to be stirred up. If you need the Holy Ghost today, it is for you. If it's been a while, since you've been filled he is here right now and he wants to touch you come on someone right now at this altar can you shout to the lord can you talk to him right now can you get real all over again can you put your other priorities aside so that he can receive all the praise i don't know what's happening in your life right now but i know this god is good and he's worthy of the praise and he's speaking to your heart right now and said it's time to be stirred up that's it lift your hands to heaven right now god stir me up come on lift your hands surrender will you be stirred up today would you allow him to touch you That's it. The Lord's talking to hearts and minds right now. We're going to linger in his presence. We're going to pray right now. There's some things that I, I got to sort out in my heart right now. There's been some things that have been distracting me. But today, I'm going to be stirred up in your presence. You have been listening to an audio sermon from Apostolic Worship Center located in Norman, Oklahoma. We are located at 3221 North Porter Avenue, Norman, Oklahoma, 73071. Our service times are Sunday at 10 o'clock a.m. and 6 o'clock p.m. And we also have various ministries happening on Wednesday night. For more information, visit our website, www.awcnorman.com. You can call us at 405-329-1285 or email us at info at awcnorman.com. We hope that this recording has been a blessing to you.